Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators, and welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast. I want to wish you a happy Monday and a happy new year. Now, today's episode, as well as the meditation that accompanies this episode, will be focusing on a new year, a new you, any resolutions, goals, or intentions that you may have for 2018. Now, many like to set New Year's resolutions. Some don't necessarily set them. I personally don't, but I always go in with goals in mind and intentions, and I know a lot of you are the same. So I want to dedicate this episode to talking a little bit about that. I want to start this episode with a quote, and this quote comes from Neil Gaiman. He writes, I hope in this year to come, you make mistakes. Because if you are making mistakes, then you are making new things, trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, changing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before, and more importantly, you're doing something. And keep this quote in mind whenever we go through today's reflection on setting intentions for this new year. It's not about perfection. It's not even necessarily about meeting your goals. It's more so about the beautiful process of watching it unfold while you live intentionally. So when setting intentions or resolutions or making any type of goal, everything comes down to choice. And that's going to be the theme of this entire episode, is choice. Now this might seem like an oversimplified idea, but often the hardest struggles are rooted in the simplest concepts. Now there's a saying I've heard used time and time again uh, by spiritual teachers and different teachers in the self-development transformation field. And that is, this is simple, but it's not easy. And that's what we're going to be talking about when we talk about choice. I just want to make a little side note that I record from my studio that I have in my loft. And it is not necessarily as well insulated as I would like. And my neighbor right now is playing the piano very beautifully. So if you hear any of that in the background, I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that it's not distracting. But I did want to point that out in case you can pick up on some of this. With that being said, let's dive a little deeper into this concept of choice. You choose everything. You're going to choose everything along this path. You choose what type of intention or resolution or goal that you set going forward. You hopefully choose one that aligns with your desires and your values. You also choose the steps to work towards this intention. And you choose every moment that you are either working towards your intention or you're working against it. We always have choice. Even when circumstances are beyond our control, we have the choice of how we respond to every situation thrown at us. And this is an incredible power. It is the only power we have whenever our situation makes us feel powerless. When thinking of your own intentions or goals, think of what choice you have to turn these into reality. When we talk about setting intentions or goals or resolutions, we are at the root talking about changing a behavior. And it's more so than a behavior, it's a habit, a habituated behavior. Perhaps we're a smoker. 
we're changing that habituated habit of smoking right when we wake up after all the meals to not smoking at all. And anytime you're trying to develop a new habit or dissolve an old one, everything comes back to these little choices that you make. Now there's a saying that goes, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And don't misunderstand the meaning of this. It doesn't mean that those with good intentions are somehow damned or doomed. It simply means an intention is never good enough to make changes in life. And this is why choice is so important and this is where choice comes in. We all can relate to situations when we knew we really should be doing something but did not want to. Perhaps this is cleaning the house or going to the gym or starting a business plan for your dream business. Everyone feels better when they have a clean living space after they've worked out or after they've worked hard towards a goal. So why is it so hard to get started on these tasks? Why aren't the thoughts that we have of, oh, we'll feel better afterwards or we really should do this, why aren't they enough to push us, to give us the energy to actually work towards these goals? Why does it feel like a battle so much of the time? There is an unseen force that actually drags us down and this force comes from habits. It's a force that yogis refer to as tamasic energy. Now this means dull or heavy or downward pulling energy. That's the kind of energy that you feel when you wake up on a Sunday, you go right to the couch, you turn on the TV or Netflix, and you don't feel like moving the whole day. And it goes through your mind the things that you should be doing. But there's that part of you that just wants to hold you on that couch. That is that downward pulling energy. That's a tomasic energy. And I'm sure we all can relate to feeling like this at one point or another. Some people struggle with it more than others, but we've all probably experienced it. And this is what makes acting on our intentions so difficult. And this is where we can find our power through choice. Before we can choose to work towards our goals or intentions, we must also be aware of our own inclinations or tendencies. So like I said before, some of us can really struggle with getting the energy to actually work towards something. For others, it might not be that hard, but they might have other struggles that they have to overcome along the way. So I want you to think now when you've tried to work towards goals in the past, what has stopped you? What did you need to overcome? When you're thinking about this, try to forget about all outside circumstances, but rather focus on your own thoughts or behavior patterns because that's what we have control over. Well, perhaps this is an inclination towards self-doubt or the fear of change, or maybe the inclination to judge situations, other people, and yourself very harshly as you strive for perfectionism. Maybe it's an inclination to procrastinate, or maybe it's a tendency to focus on outside barriers that just always seem to get in the way. Taking a look at ourselves can be hard. It isn't fun to see how we've stopped our progression in the past, how we have blocked our dreams or our goals in past situations. So this is why the choice of non-judgment is essential. Again, another choice along the way. You can look at your tendencies and natural inclinations and habits, and you can wish they were different. You can judge yourself. In fact, whenever you first think about these things, you might naturally judge yourself especially if you are in that habit of judging. But judgment only leads to defensiveness, to denial, or to feelings of shame and guilt. They pop up automatically for many, so it's really impossible to try and eliminate them altogether. At least at first, it takes a lot of effort. But you can choose not to listen. 
Instead of judgment or denial or defensiveness or shame or guilt or anything negative, you want to choose to look at the situations for what they are. For when you do this, you can take steps to shift anything that's held you back in the past. When you become defensive or full of shame or guilt, this does nothing to shift anything. It holds you exactly where you are. So for example, I have an inclination to procrastinate. When I dug deep into this inclination, I procrastinate because of the need for perfectionism. I have a very hard time making decisions because I always want to make the perfect decision. And this perfectionism stems from fear. Fear from, of making that wrong decision and it just ending up disastrous. And an even bigger fear of being judged. When I explore that further, my fear of being judged comes from my judgmental thoughts the habit that I had of judging myself and judging others. Therefore, I know for me to change my habit or my inclination to procrastinate, I need to shift my habitual judging. And the only way to do this is to catch myself in every judgmental moment and any judgmental thought that comes up naturally. And when I do that, I change these. I change them to compassion or understanding, recognizing that nobody is perfect. So therefore, me working on my procrastination is more than just a goal or an intention. I have to choose in every moment not to be judgmental. I have to choose to think of positives instead of fearful thoughts that cause procrastination. It's not as simple as saying, starting Monday, I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. And I know that this might seem like the long road to accomplishing your goals, but I promise you it's going to help more than anything else when trying to make lasting, meaningful changes. It's also going to help in the short term with willpower. So if per se you have the tendency to blame outside circumstances and you set a goal to start working out, you know because you've already explored and you've identified that you have this tendency to blame outside circumstances and that's prevented you from reaching your goals in the past you know that your mind is naturally going to tell you that outside barriers will keep you from working out. Let's say you plan to go to the gym after work and then you hit traffic. And your mind naturally tells you, immediately tells you, oh, well, this traffic puts you back 30 minutes. It's too late to go to the gym. Just go home. We'll work out later. Now that you have that awareness, you can begin to explore and challenge those natural thought patterns. You have this choice. You don't have to listen to what automatically pops up in your mind. So yes, maybe this was an inconvenience and you wanted to work out for an hour and now you only have 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is a lot better than nothing. You can get a lot done in 30 minutes. Maybe you can kick up the intensity for that 30 minutes, or you can even question the validity of the thought. Did the 30 minutes really set you back? What did you need to do that that 30 minutes is going to completely ruin the rest of your night? Can you still spend an hour at the gym? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Your natural tendencies, your natural thinking patterns are going to try to convince you that because of this traffic, you absolutely cannot go to the gym. It's just not a good idea because of X and Y and Z. But you have the choice to listen or you have the choice to look at it in a different way, a different way than you've always looked at it. And that's how you get the behavior changes that you desire, those habit changes that will help you reach your goal. This same process of choosing can be used in any area of your life. So if you want to improve any relationship, you have the choice to react the way you've always reacted 
to think about the other person the way you've always thought about them, or you can choose another way to respond, another way to think, another viewpoint, another perspective to view the situation from. If you're working on yourself, you can choose to listen to your negative thoughts, or you can choose to replace them with new, positive, beneficial thoughts. The possibilities are endless, but you always have a choice. And I'm not trying to say that this is going to be easy, but it's really the only way to make those lasting changes. You also have the choice to raise your energy or the choice to allow it to remain low or tomasic. This action often takes a push of willpower. For example, every time I need to clean my house, but I don't want to, it's an internal battle. What I do is I force myself to get up and light a candle. Because if my house is going to smell good, I also want it to look good. It's a weird little ritual. It probably won't work for 99% of you, but it works for me. It is the tiny step that I can take that's super easy, but I found it boosts my energy just enough to begin cleaning. And then I typically start with something easy, like wiping down the counters. And once I get that energy going, then I'm fine. The same goes for any time I had to work on my business or any writing I have to do. When I really don't feel like it, I just tell myself, just get up and do 10 minutes of writing. That's it. That's all you have to do. And hours will pass and I'll have gotten so much done because once I get into it, then I'm completely fine. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. Uh, The saying that the hardest part about going to the gym is actually getting there rings so true. It takes a lot more energy, ironically, to put on your gym clothes, sit in the car and drive there than it does once you're actually there and working out. Then your energy picks up. This is human nature. For most of us, I recognize that there are just some super energetic people out there. I really wish I could be more like you. (laughs) Um, So take advantage of that energy. But for a lot of us, this is a struggle. So recognize this as such. Recognize it as just something you have to deal with and do what you need to do to push yourself in the right direction. And once you give yourself that little push, then a new rajasic or action type of energy will take over. And this is what's going to carry you the rest of the way. And the main point with all of this, when you're thinking of any change you want to make, any intention you plan to follow through on, anything you want to work on, any resolution you have, If you choose to do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. And that's a quote I heard. I want to say it was Tony Robbins. I'm pretty positive I did not come up with that one on myself, but it's very true. And only choice is going to move you forward. We're not robots. We haven't been programmed to act and respond in only one way. Yet many of us do act that way. We think that way. We believe the thoughts that naturally pop up in our heads. We continue to listen to them. We continue to act in ways we always have to keep up with these habits, with these patterns. And yes, we have experienced some programming in our lives. And this does make it challenging. Change is never easy, but it is never impossible. Remember this as you're working towards your goals and your intentions this year. And whenever you're faced with a choice, ask yourself, what will move you in the direction of your goal, and what will keep you stuck. Once you know, the decision becomes very simple. Now, this doesn't mean it becomes easy like I mentioned before. But with every move in the right direction of your goal, the choice and the behavior becomes a little easier. Because what you are doing with every decision is you're slowly building new habits and new patterns 
and reprogramming yourself. So over time, like with many habits, it becomes second nature. I hope this reflection helped you think about setting your goals and working towards your goals in a little bit different of a manner than maybe you've thought of before. So I hope that you're able to contemplate this in regards to your own goals and your own tendencies and your own inclinations and your own behaviors and habits. We all have them. Try to let go of your defensiveness. We all have them. You don't have to tell anybody about it. You don't have to tell everybody you see that you're quietly judging them or that you're doubting yourself all the time. It can be between you and you. But the sooner that you recognize it, the sooner you're able to change it and to stop allowing these natural tendencies and inclinations to hold you back from your goals, from your resolutions. I encourage you to listen to the meditation this week. It goes through setting resolutions or goals or intentions in all areas of your life. And you do a really great visualization and connect with your subconscious. You connect with the universe. You send out energy. It's really, really great to start the new year. I know for some of you, what we covered today might not be anything new. But I hope that maybe I provided a new viewpoint, it served as a little reminder, or it just gave you something to contemplate going forward. For those of you who are really new to a lot of these concepts and working with your mind and subconscious and all that kind of fun stuff, especially when you're trying to make changes in your life, if you're new to it, or if you just want some more training on it, I do offer a free training. It's called the Mindset Makeover Training. And I'll link to it in the show notes. It's a preliminary course to a 10-day challenge that you're also able to enroll in if you so choose. You can view the link in the show notes or you can go to my website at www.mymbse.com and it's under the free training section. So again, just another resource if you want to take this to the next level this year. All right, so that's all I have for you. Please check out the meditation and I will see you next Monday. Love and light. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel, a mind, body and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and give us a review. And join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.